Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast Radio. Now let's meet our first guest this morning. Barry Swartz is a self-professed SEO geek, but his expertise has been utilised by internet giants such as Google, Yahoo and Bing. Barry, we will be discussing your SEO expertise and your top tips for businesses in this regard. But first, is it actually true that you used a search engine to propose to your wife? Huh. Yeah, that is true. I asked my friends over at Ask.com, Ask Jeeves, if they could uh, make it so that when my wife types in her name, that it says, will you marry me? I was with her. People say, you know, it's weird, but I was with her in person and I was kneeling behind her asking her to marry me when she was typing in, into Ask.com. That's absolutely brilliant. Now, let's get down to business. What is Rusty Brick and why did you decide to form this company? Uh, Rusty Brick is our web and mobile development company. We build uh, web software and mobile software for companies to make them more efficient, I guess. And we've actually built a company. My brother and I, we actually have, I have a twin brother. We built a company while we were in high school. And it just happened organically, naturally, based on you know people in the local area saying they want a website that does X. Or back then it was you know a very was, you know building the web in the 1990s was a totally different thing than building the web or mobile in you know these days. But uh, we basically you know people asked us to build stuff for them, and my brother and I we built software for them using web technologies. And is your subsequent expertise in SEO derived from pure experience or is it by attending conferences and taking programs and courses along the way? Yes to most of those. Um, So initially it was a client coming to us in the early 2000s, like 2000, I think 2000, uh, maybe 2001, saying, you know, teach me about how I can get my site better in the search results. And it wasn't necessarily Google, it was any search engine back then. Um, so I did some research, did some reading about books, went to some conferences, et cetera. And I just was, I was hooked from there. I just couldn't, the, the, the nature of how search engines change, how the community was like constantly tracking their search rankings and constantly tracking all the tweaks in the algorithm. It was just fascinating. So from then I really just went ahead and said, this is something that I want to kind of write a diary on. And that's why, why I started writing about search engines. Now, I know that you have provided advisory services to Google, Yahoo, and Bing. Typically, what type of advice did you provide to these search engine giants? So that was more early on um, when they had these different events at their offices, bringing us in to show us you know, new things they're trying out, getting our feedback, even trying to be, you know, Yahoo is very into kind of trying to get bloggers to kind of be their outreach people and kind of, you see it a lot on Instagram these days, uh, like evangelists and stuff like that. So some of it was like, you know, how can we make our tools better? How can we improve the SEO communication and um, speaking to Googlers around topics that we're, uh, that I'm an expert in and try to help them be, you know, become better at you know, that type of level of communication. And when it comes to other companies, it was just giving them more insights into what the search community is doing, what SEOs care about, what the ecosystem is about, and so forth. And what is your process for analyzing and interpreting information from search engines such as Google? Uh, so my process is about tracking what the community is talking about. So I'm very, very involved and plugged into the community. Uh, so there is a very large um, SEO and SEM, search engine optimization and search engine marketing community online. Um, and I'm really plugged into the forums, the social media, um, what's happening, the chatter around the industry. And when things start to, you know, SEO start to notice things like, you know, algorithms uh, changes or ranking changes or bugs and stuff like that. I tend to find that fairly quickly, and from there I'll bubble it up, get you know consensus of what's going on, 
do a little bit of research, and then go ahead and put together my analysis or a, blog, a short blog post on what's going on with the community. Well, if you've just tuned in, I'm speaking to SEO expert and co-founder of Rusty Brick, Barry Swartz. Barry, essentially, what are the common characteristics in effective SEO campaigns? The main thing is obviously for you to make sure your website can be uh, crawled and indexed by the search engine, making sure that Google or the search engine can actually find your website, understand the content on your website uh, is the number one and most important thing. After that, it's more about, you know, can you go ahead and tweak the content, the title tags, the metadata, um, the content on the page, and then making sure people actually link to your website because your content is good. Um, So you want to kind of you know, make sure the obstacles are not there for Google to actually, or search engines to detect you have content, to detect you have a website. And some of the, it's funny how many, how often you see issues where websites just have that fundamental issue of saying, oh, Google cannot even reach the website. So if Google can't reach the website, then of course, Google is not going to be able to rank the website because they don't know what the website, that the website exists. Um, and once you've solved that problem, then it's just about tweaking your content and making sure you write content uh, in a way that your, your readers, your users on your website are interested in. And then once you do that, um, hopefully the content will drive you know, people to link to it, to share it, and so forth. And the more people that link to your website, um, the more chances it is, has to rank well in Google and search engines. And from your experience, Barry, what are the major mistakes which businesses make when it comes to SEO? One of the biggest mistakes is that they just don't think about how will a search engine actually crawl this website. Um, I've seen lar- really, really large companies like Fortune 500 companies not even realize that they're blocking Google. They, have, they call me on the phone and say, hey, you know, why, why am I not ranking well? And I'd be like, well, you specifically told Google not to index your website. And with that, Google's not going to index your website. Uh, but it, the, the ranges of issues you know, are, are pretty drastic. I mean, everything from just, you know, telling Google not to index your website when you're not realizing you're telling Google not to index your website to um, a, a bug in your website that's generating lots of spammy types of content or maybe somebody hacked into your website. There's lots of different things that could be uh, obstacles or things that are preventing your website from doing well in search. Now, I'd like to speak to you about algorithms because Google are continually changing their algorithms. What have been the most recent changes and how have they affected businesses? So the re- most recent, at least confirmed change with Google's algorithm was what what Google finally named the Google uh, March 2019 core update. Uh, And with that update, it was just a big algorithm change that affected a broad level of search results. A lot of uh, webmasters, SEO site owners noticed um, changes on their in their rankings in Google, and thus tra- traffic changes. Some of those website obviously uh, web, uh, website owners actually noticed positive change. They saw a lot more traffic come to their website, whereas others saw um, a drastic drop in change in terms of website traffic based on coming from Google. Um, and Google is not really specific about what these core updates are. They say it's broad. There's nothing you could do to actually make changes to your website to com- to do better or to do worse. It's just that Google's trying to surface the best type of relevant content in their search results, and they make tweaks all the time for that. Um, and with this core update was probably the, the biggest update we saw in some time. And before that was probably sometime in 2018 when they did a multiple, multiple core updates as well. But Google's constantly making changes, so um, Google confirms some of them. They don't confirm all of them. Um, and I'm tracking all the confirmed and and non-confirmed updates as well. And based on that, what have the changes resulted in? Well, Google won't necessarily say. They're just saying we're making search, the search results more relevant to our searchers. Um, we did it uh, with one of the updates back in uh, um, August of last year. What we saw was that it seemed to have more of an impact on health, fitness-related um, types of queries. Um, 
but like where like meta maybe like certain types of websites that are talking about health and wellness were more impacted than other sites that might be might be talking about i don't know um widgets or selling things online um but google specifically said that update wasn't targeted towards health or wellness or fitness it was just a broad core update uh with the last update in in march it didn't have as much of an impact on the health and wellness and fitness areas um but again, it's just again, it's nothing specific. Google's not going to say it impacted sites that are doing bad links or doing this type of content or doing uh, this type of strategy. Google's not hasn't released updates like that in years. You used to have updates like with Penguin, the Penguin update uh, from like 2014, where Google would go ahead and target people trying to manipulate their algorithms uh, by buying links or doing link scams. Uh, that is no longer the case. Uh, Google didn't release an algorithm around links specifically. Also, with the Panda algorithm in 2011, Google went after content, low-quality low content. Now, again, these broad core updates are not specific to content. It's not specific to links. It's not specific to one specific thing. It's just overall quality. People talk about what you hear on the Internet of something called EAT, which is expertise, trustworthiness, um, and authority, or EAT, sorry, yeah, expertise, authorities, and trustworthiness. People are talking about that type of thing. Is your site the most expert in uh, in that area? Is it the most authoritative? Is it the most trustworthiness? Uh, but it's, it's hard to measure those things in specific signals. You can't say you need X amount of links to become authoritative. Um, and Google's not being very specific about what broad core algorithm updates are. Um, and you can't say, oh, I need 10 more links to rank better for this for this search term. It doesn't work that way anymore. Now, I have heard reports of Google search bugs. Can you provide any insight into that? Yes, yeah, sure, sure. No problem. So there has been a lot of uh, bugs in the, in the recently. Um, one of the biggest bugs uh, recently was the indexing bug. Google de-indexed uh, a portion of their, of their index uh, starting, uh, I think it happened back in April 4th or April 5th. And it took them about six days to fix that. Google said they fixed it um, on, a, I believe, on a Wednesday night, August 10th. But um, there's still issues uh, lingering from that. Um, so Google basically, uh, a good a portion of their index, they didn't tell us how much, uh, was removed from the search results. They started to rebuild their index to re- re-include all those URLs. Um, and... To this day, now Google said it has been resolved, but a lot of the Search Console, which is basically a reporting tool for webmasters to look to see how well they're doing in search, a lot of the reports are still not functioning properly. Google said they're working on fixing the Search Console bugs. They're working on fixing um, some of the tools in Search Console, the URL inspection tool. Um, So when Google goes ahead and drops a portion of their index, they wouldn't tell us how much of the index they, they dropped. Um, some measures from like Moz, which is a big SEO tool set, said about 4% of their index has been impacted by this. Um, but Google won't confirm the size or anything really specific about it. They're very, very, how do you say, secretive when it comes to their index, their algorithms. This is their secret sauce. So it's hard to get any information out of them. And Barry, an emerging trend, of course, is the use of voice search assistants such as Alexa. What impact are they having on search rankings? Right, so voice search is a very, very... Um, important future type of thing that everybody's focused on. It's not just Amazon, it's Alexa devices, it's also Google Home devices, it's also Apple Siri, it's also Cortana from Microsoft. So everybody wants to be in that space. You you access voice search on your on your you know desk in your kitchen. You could talk to your refrigerator, you could talk to your car, you name it. Everything is pretty much uh, assistant-enabled these days. And it's growing drastically and everybody wants a piece of that pie. So you have Amazon, you have yeah, uh, Google, 
you have Microsoft, you have um, all these different pl- players fighting to be number one in that space. The advantage that Amazon has is that uh, they started with Alexa a long, long time ago, well before Google. But Google's catching up pretty quickly. Um, and with that, Google also has the smartest engine. Google has, you can ask it any question, and Google will pretty much tell you the answer to the, pretty much all those questions you might have. You know, how to tie a shoe, how do you tie your shoes, how do you boil an egg, all that types of stuff, Google will give you the answer, whereas Amazon doesn't have uh, index on the whole entire web where Google does, and Google's really good at understanding that. So um, what that means for publishers and you know, marketers and stuff like that is you have to figure out how to get your content uh, to be in that top position, what many SEOs call either featured snippets or position zero, uh, because you want to be the answer that Google provides uh, when somebody asks their Google Home, their Google Assistant, or Android Auto a question, they want to, you want your website to come up in that position. And what do you see in terms of future trends in relation to search engine optimization? So that's a, that's a good question. Um, it's going to be more and more about, I believe, understanding the searcher, um, understanding how to give the searcher the proper answer, and giving them what they want. Now, that's not just through voice search. It could be also about you know, the content that you write. It could be about technical SEO. You see a lot of websites um, a big trend these days is bringing resurfacing of JavaScript websites and different uh, platforms for that, like React and Vue.js and stuff, Angular. And a lot of things about these new web apps that are coming out is how to get those web apps to be search engine friendly. So technical SEO is becoming really, really important these days. At the same time, you really have to understand the metrics behind your users, what they want, so that you can actually go ahead and surface your content in a way that's useful to them and to Google. And Barry, of course, one area that we didn't touch upon this morning yet is video. And video really is exploding online. I suppose in a lot of respects, it's making text-based sites redundant. It is. I mean, there are people who, you know, a lot of, a lot of the re- answers you get from Google are non-video-based. Um, at the same time, Google came out with a device called the Google Home Hub, uh, which has a display on it. And a lot of the questions you ask the Google Home Hub will return videos, whereas the Google Home non-display version without the screen will show you, give you textual answers. Um, so I don't think if everything's going video, video was very, very important for Google in SEO world, at least in the SEO space uh, years ago. But I can see that making a resurgence uh, fairly soon because of all the displays out there. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Barry Swartz from Rusty Brick. And I would like to thank Barry for sharing some of his SEO expertise with us this morning. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.